Welcome to the Homeboy Huddle. Fantasy Football Unleashed Podcast. Your source for all things fantasy football with a little bit of foolishness. Welcome to the Homeboy Huddle. I'm your host, Raymond Green. And tonight we'll be talking about wide receivers. And we're going to tell you who to get, who not to get, and who to try to get. Join with me tonight, going to be Shannon English, Juan Charleston, and J.R.C. Ransom. How y'all doing tonight, fellas? Good, good, good. Doing good. Doing good. So tonight, we're going to discuss drafting wide receivers. You know, it's a wide range of wide receivers out there, and it's also, in that first round, wide receivers are flying off the shelf. So we're going to start off tonight with old Warren. Warren, what's your strategy with drafting your wide receivers this year? My strategy is to get the best I can when I can because I'm big on receivers. Like I said on the other show, I'm real big on receivers, so I'm definitely targeted stud receivers. Unfortunately, this year, my strategy going to have to fall back a little bit just due to the fact that I'm at number 10 and 20, and I'm going to have to get the best receiver that's available at those spots, but I'm definitely heavy on getting the best receiver, the best one uh, that's going to give me my bang for my buck throughout the season. So what wide receiver you think you're about to get at number 10, homie? Uh, see, so number 10, I will be looking at most likely maybe Devontae Adams, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, maybe uh, uh, I could definitely probably get a Jaden Waddle, you know, a Higgins. I could probably get a Hopkins. I could probably get a Cooper. Depends on what you know, I believe those guys will be available around oh, 10. Uh, Amari Cooper. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, Amari Cooper will be available, I believe. <clears throat> Keenan Allen. Basically, I'm thinking of maybe number two option in the in the offenses will be available. In high number round, two. In the first round, you grabbing? You grabbing? Yeah, I believe because it's, it's 12 people. So we got different strategies. So. Everybody ain't finna top on the receivers like that. They're gonna hop on some of these running backs that's gonna leave the door open for some of these receivers still by by number 10. Now my not number 20, I don't know. That's a different that's gonna be a different, different ball game. So that's why I say I'm gonna get the best I can when I can. This is why I like Ali, because my strategy is totally opposite of Warren's. He's big on receivers. I'm big on running backs. So I'm going, I'm going running back heavy early. So when it comes down to my receivers, I may not have I may not have the option to, to grab one of them tier one receivers, which I'm fine with. I'm fine with tier three and tier four. I'm fine with I'm fine with the Calvin Ridley, the Debo Samuel, DK Metcalf. I'm I'm good with them guys. I I can make that work with my tier one running back that I'm gonna get. So what tier one running back are you targeting to pair up? So you you going mostly. Are you going running back heavy or are you going with the hero running back strategy? Clue me in how, how you plan on winning this fantasy league this year. So we want to talk about running back? What, what I'm going to do? I just want to know your strategy because when those, I'm, you're talking I'm, about wide receivers, but when the wide receivers come back around, you say we already know you're taking a running back early. So, third pick. So the third pick. So what running back you targeting at third pick? It, it depends on who's there. I don't. I kind of got an idea what one and two gonna do. I don't know, but 
every running back gonna be that the third pick. I, I I don't know the teacher. I can't tell. But what I can tell you is, if Chubb there, I'll probably take Chubb. If McCaffrey there, if if they don't take him, I might take McCaffrey. Well, I'm, when I say they, I'm talking about one and two. I don't know. One and two gonna be chasing Jefferson. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I believe. That. <laughs> I believe that. Could be, could be. Don't matter. I don't care. I don't need them. I mean, I can use them, but I don't need them. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I, I'm good with Chuck. I like. I like what Chuck gonna bring to the team. He gonna get a. He gonna get a good workload. So with that being said, back to the receivers. You know, I may not need a. I, I may pass on the Jefferson and Chase, but if I can get a dog like Chuck. And match him up with a Debo, a DK. I'm I'm good with that. I'm absolutely good with that. Yeah, I mean I I see where you're going with it because D for me though I I don't I'm not heavy on Debo Samuel this year because Debo Debo got a lot of competition for targets and that's why they're not lost it. I mean I think you get better value with Brandon Ayuk than Debo Samuel's this year because. Debo did a lot of running out the backfield. Debo was an all-purpose back. McCaffrey gonna take a lot of that, and then you got Elijah Mitchell. Then you got Kittle. It may not be Debo. It could be a a, a Calvin Ridley, a Drake London. I'm good with them. But let me let me say this. Um, interesting stat. If you look at the top ten receivers from last year, and you look at the youth that's there, the young. It's a bunch of young guys that's coming into the league, and they ready to go off the rip. We've seen it with Jefferson. We've seen it with Chase. You've seen it with Jalen Waddle, C.D. Lamb. These guys are ready to play. I've got a lot of faith in these young guys. I'm not really concerned with picking right back. I mean, see what early. I got a lot of faith in these young guys. They, they, I just do. And, and one that that you keep you keep hearing me call his name that I really like is George Pickens. I really like that young fella. And I, I, I think uh, I think he's gonna come out this year. He's gonna surprise a lot of people. Not me, but I think he's gonna surprise a, a lot of y'all. Joy Pickens gonna get you tore up. <laughs> I think so. Why, why, why do you say that? Why do you say that? See, you I think you watch a lot of college football, so so you ain't really probably get to see him a lot with Jordan. But why do you say that? Jordan Pickens gonna get you tore up. First of all, he ain't even number one on that team. It's Deontay Johnson, and then the quarterback ain't that good. And that line is atrocious in Pittsburgh. So the line got a lot better. They done, they they did a lot of free agency with that line. They don't beat the line up. Is that is that the same line last year? Not. That's not. It's not. I can name. If he does, we're about to six round. You think I'm not? I hope he do. You think I'm not? You 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 be sleeping on the be sleeping on the young receivers. I'm telling you, man. I don't. I got faith in them. So and don't sleep on championships. Well, but we we talking about receivers. We talking about receivers. You be sleeping on them. I don't sleep on. Track. But that's fine. That's fine. I think where I got a, a, a valid point for his strategy. When I when I'm thinking of wide receiver ones and my strategy, you know, wide receivers are, are the alpha dog of your team for the most part. That you not the wide receiver ones get the lion's share of the targets. You know, they are gonna eat and they are gonna produce lots of fantasy points. We all know who those receivers are, top tier. Uh, Jefferson, Cup, Chase, Hill, Diggs, Lamb, uh, the Brown boys, uh, which is AJ Brown and, and the, uh, the Brown kid, St. Brown from uh, Detroit. 
you know, those are guys that are, are top number one wide receivers. But that, that to Rock's point, or you know, in a PPR goal league, uh, slot receivers are, are are gold, and they tend to be those second tier receivers. You know, they run the short route. They grab and they a lot of the catches are you know on on, on short routes. They mean they staff up quickly quickly and their consistency. And they're very consistent in, in productivity if you can find those specific receivers that Rob talking about, or he's looking at a a breakout receiver. You know, Steve receivers that can have a breakout year. They may have a veteran quarterback, and they could could be a rookie. Could be a rookie. It has, um, you know, with a veteran receiver that highly talented Ricky, highly hunted Ricky, with a, a veteran quarterback, and they're getting a lot of targets, you know, as they progress, and no one's really seen them yet from in the NFL. And, and with that said, some of those, some of the receivers that in that second tier, third tier, that I think Rock will be able to get, or someone looking at picking wide receivers first, is anywhere from Higgins, T. Higgins, Devontae Smith. You got Metcalf, Kenan Allen. Well, Roy, you talked about him early, earlier, Amari Cooper. He's going to be one of those guys that's going to be available in that second year well if your strategy is picking those top two running backs first and then looking at those second-tier receivers. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. So y'all y'all like Amari Cooper possibly as a wide receiver one on your team? Well, yeah. If you're in strategy. He's strategy. I say he's a he's a number a wide receiver one. But if he if you looking at that strategy rock is referencing from the point of uh drafting the top running backs, two workhorse running backs first, a moderate will will play in well as a as a tier two, tier three tier three uh receiver that that you know gonna still put up big numbers, you know, depending on his role in the in the PPR league or you know, as being a slot receiver. He actually may be number one option this year for Cleveland. You're right. So yeah. that would work out really good if you got two studs and he's a tier two, but he's a number one option in the offense. That would work out pretty good for somebody. They would get him along with two stud running backs. That would be great. Amari Cooper have been the number one option there in Cleveland. I mean, he's the number one option last year, but it's you got to see what kind of form Deshaun Watson is because uh, mm-hmm. Donovan Peoples catch a lot of passes too. Um, I'm curious to see what Deshaun Watson going to do. It's going to be a crapshoot on Deshaun. Is he, did he let that massage fall behind him or, or what? I don't. We don't know what Deshaun we going to get this year. That what you I believe, but but that's that's good. You're right uh, because that that weighs a lot on a player with his performance. Knowing he got to get back in, you know show that his talent speaks for itself. But I think we personally going to see a real hungry Deshaun Watson. Personally, that's what I think we're going to get. We're going to get a hungry Deshaun Watson. And I believe he's going to really be coming out. He's going to be going to do something. I, I, that's just my personal belief of, of what he done been through, the game suspensions. I think he's just going to be hungry. So go ahead. Yeah. He gonna, I think he's going he gonna to come out with a chip on his shoulder. Yep. I, I agree with yep. he should. He's young, he's very talented. He got his money. He got a lot. I I, I think that he has a lot to prove to himself more than anything from a a, a competitor standpoint. Yeah. You know, and he's been a leader 
can't he can't not he's been a leader his entire career from college from high school through college and in the NFL he just finally went through a stumbling block that I don't even think you know that I get off subject but I don't think that it was even as serious of a magnitude as they made it but you know it is what it is you got to treat yourself as a business mm-hmm. back to our receivers man back to the wide receivers it's two types period right we got all strategy strategy base you got your wide receiver ones that's that stud group that that we everybody knows about and then you got to find that diamond in the rough to go along with a strategy like rock presented or someone that's that's riding the breakout wave in the sense and and if you can catch one of one of those ones that having a breakout it's like it's like winning the lottery man especially if you take rock strategy if you can pick put the two workhorse running backs together and then you mess around and come back around and find two receivers on the going. That's how you elevate your game and win fantasy league. Yeah, and that's I think that's going to be easy to do because I feel like the wide receiver pool is deep. I think it's really deep. The one boy, you just said you said you you said he had a list of like sixty. Yeah. <clears throat> so with 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 what Shannon just Kate just said too is Amari Cooper in that offense like. Would be a number one option offense, and he's a tier two, according to uh, what we may be looking at. Another good option, I think, that you could pair with, you know, with uh, let's say per se Rock's uh, strategy would be like a, a Lockett from Seattle, you know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, G Davis from Buffalo, those guys, uh, even a McLaurin in Washington. If you can, if those guys are still available. Those are good tier two receivers to go with uh, if they're available to go with, uh, you know, your 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 stud running backs. Uh, those are some good tier two. Go ahead. He's he, he he's a tier two. He's up here as a tier two. He's actually higher than some people that I didn't uh, think he should be higher than. But, hey, you know, hey, this is to, this is just the rankings that they got out. So, you know, he he he's ranked like 24 on this list. He's above Godwin in Tampa Bay, Ayuk. He's above Mike Williams. You know, that's he's above G. Davis. That's to me, that's like, wow, even, you know, I'm like Michael Thomas, even though he ain't played, but Michael Thomas is a beast. They got Drake London above him. Beast working up. Speaking of uh, Michael Thomas, I brought up a name a while back and y'all laughed, but see, it looked like I heard he climbing up the boards. Uh, Chris Olave. I like him. Take him early. I'm not early. Early as in fourth round. I like. Uh, I knew like him in the fourth round. Uh, in the fourth round. Right. Here reviewing and looking through is what can you what the, the top forty and I'm looking in that that tier four sector of the top forty wide receivers and I'm just thinking about what I'm thinking about is Mikael's strategy of taking those two running backs first. You, you he was a lot of value in the that 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 tier four. You got Mike Evans potentially, Michael Pittman, a uh, a, a young buck that I like from Minnesota man is that, that Addison kid man. Uh, he's gonna be there. Pick your boy Pickens gonna be there. Michael Thomas, Juju Schuster is one mm-hmm. that I'm about right now, but, but I like him too. I think that he has a, a lot of value in that tier four range, which is. I'll go ahead and say, and there's one of Rock's favorite QB 
wide receiver in court with sudden, you know how big Rocky is on you. But yeah, it's it's a lot of value there. I, I, I like it. It's a great strategy if you can execute. You can't make no mistakes. If you take that strategy, you cannot make any mistakes because I'm going to eat. And I'm right behind you. I'm going to catch every mistake. What, so, what okay. they, what they don't, um, I'm staying away from, I'm staying away from the receivers and campers. I'm, I'm staying away from Mike Evans and uh, Godwin. I just don't know if I can put the trust Baker Mayfield in that quarterback situation. There's too many other receivers out there that I like. So I, I stay clear of them. That's just me personally. Yeah. Actually, too, when t- speaking of Olave, they got him up here ranked like number 14. That's really high for a lot of them now. Uh, that's high for a second year person who he I ain't gonna say he had a breakout year last year. He 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 can catch, we know he can catch from the from his from his college year, but for a second year to be above DJ Moore, Judy Allen, Hop, come on, man. I don't know you but that calf. You know why you probably you know why I want why I think they got him there because you look at what he did last year and you think about that quarterback situation in New Orleans. Okay. It was rotating quarterbacks in. Hopefully, you know, he has a consistency with Derek Carr. And I think that's probably what elevated him. I agree okay. with you on that. Okay. It okay. That play, it elevates wide receivers and real wide receiver play elevate quarterback. They go for I agree a lot of it is probably top 20. But top five, no way. That's what we laughed about. A lot of it is not top five, homeboy. No. <laughs> nah. Ain't in my top Out of the top, the top 10 receivers, right? Say the top mm-hmm. 12 receivers. I think okay. made the cut. I think a lot of it make the, t- the cut of top 12 receivers this year. I do, and out of that top twelve, you know, we know most of them are, but the one that is one in particular, due to quarterback and recent signing of a of a, a addition of a running back, that I think make him a model, a potential monster. That's he's slowly creeping up as well. Is is Gary Wilson? I think Gary Wilson has a lot of upside uh, versus anyone in the top twelve. I think he has uh, so the possibly the most upside due to heck okay. that Matt Cool's hungry. He has something. He don't have nothing to prove, but his ego has something to prove. And Aaron Rodgers and Garrett Wilson is a young stud in the making. Yeah, that offense, yeah. that that offense is gonna be. I think that offense is gonna be pretty special. Um, you know, they just signed. They 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 did just sign Dalvin Cook, right? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. That's cool. That's gonna open up some things for for that passing game. I gotta see how A. Rodgers looking. I mean, if A. Rodgers looking good, he got the weapons with Brees Hall, uh, with Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook, and Garrett Wilson alone. That I mean, you got three top tier weapons. Normally, typically, A. Rodgers grab one guy like he did Devontae Adams and like he did uh. What's my guy named back in Jordy Nelson? Jordy Nelson. Yes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> throw to it. Aaron Rodgers throw to him all night long. Mm-hmm. So if he is still, if he ain't aged out, if it ain't his water going year, you know, last year, Tom Brady, that was his water going year. Do you remember Peyton Manning had his water going year? 
Then you remember Big Ben had his water gun. You know, that arm just it ain't nothing but old water gun. If Aaron Rodgers ain't got that water gun, Garrett Wilson gonna be a monster. Yeah, I agree with that. Especially if um, you are. Yeah. Um, let me ask y'all about how y'all feel about uh, this may be a sleeper. To me, this would be a sleeper, which would be Kadaris Tony. He's down all the way down to like a tier four or five based on this list. And Odell Beckham, too. Uh, so as far as a strategy goes, would those be anybody that y'all would potentially look at to maybe boost or just add on to a fantasy team in those you know, positions? I think Rob said something earlier about um, – Teams that he would definitely not take a wide receiver from. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking it personally. I'm not mm-hmm. ta- only, only receiver slash tight end that I would take from that Baltimore team is their tight end. Andrews, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, i not taking a wide out uh, from Baltimore. That's just me. I think that you're going to get a lot of rushing touchdowns from Lamar Jackson. And you're gonna get a lot of Lamar Jackson to to add to Mark Andrew combination the same as as usual, and those guys that he had those receivers that he currently have the Beckham, and uh, what's the other kid name that he had? They just gonna uh, really didn't have no hands a lot any hands in the first place. They just gonna open the field up their speed their experience. They are gonna open the field up for more for Mark Jackson. And Andrew, uh, Mark Andrews, to make that connection. It's my thought on it from 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 a Baltimore perspective. Then wide receivers, I pass totally pass. And I'm gonna address Tony for you because okay. I'm not high up on Tony. He he's an athlete and he looks like an athlete, but he also he stay in that blue tent a lot. And I ain't up on players that stay in that blue tent. <laughs> I rather take I rather take a player like uh, Sky Moore. Cause I can get Sky Moore pretty much in, in the last one or two rounds, and mm-hmm. if he don't work out, if he don't turn out to be the number one, I can drop him, and it won't hurt okay. nothing. You get what I'm saying? So yeah, I like, I like Sky Moore over Tony. And that Baltimore offense, I like Zay Flowers. I think Zay Flowers. Okay. Sean Bateman can't stay here. No. Odell Beckham gonna be over there dancing in a little bit. He ain't gonna. Oh, I, I don't want nothing to do with Odell Beckham, man. I, that boy, that offense, if I was to take anybody, which I'm not, it'll be Zay Flowers. Dang, that's interesting. Well, that's, that's interesting. Let me let, let me let me ask y'all about another receiver uh, down in Jacksonville, Chapel Ridley. He, he sat out last year. You think that year off gonna affect him any? Is he, you think he's gonna be a little rusty? Or what do you expect from him this year? I expect young beast. Period. I think Ridley had Ridley could be one of the most gifted route runners, pass catcher receivers in the draft. He has so much upside and potential. Then he has the he has a quarterback behind him that's that, that's looking to get him the ball and he hungry. You know, he, he made the mistakes here in the Atlanta area. And with all that talent, he was such a big high. Now he got something to prove. And he's trying to get that money, man. It's time to get yeah. fully paid. So I, I got I got him in the top 15 to 20 as receivers on with a lot of upside. You know, he probably one of the, those top three or four with the most upside 
out of the top 20. Be careful. I, I would I would uh slightly disagree with the Ridley situation just because of the troubles he got into in Atlanta. He has to be somebody that comes to a team that's that can be trusted. You get what I'm saying? So to talk about the batting, the tanking of the the, the tanking of the the, the the highlight tapes they were showing when he was falling and couldn't outrun this person, outrun that person. He got to come to a team that now that's not a bad team. So I believe he's going to have to work his way to be trusted to get those looks and get those balls. And I believe they're going to throw the ball to him. He's going to need to catch them. But as far as him being a beast and them and them trusting, throwing him the ball this year, I'm not really buying into that just because of his past right now. And then he, then he decided to take a break, mental issues, whatever the case is. You know, this ain't a game where you just bounce back like that and say, I'm okay and I'm ready to go and that's it. We, we, we all know that. But that's just my take on Ridley as far as this year. I believe he'll get some balls, but I don't believe they're going to trust him enough to just give him the lion's share or, or feed him like that to see if he's still, you know, the Ridley that that that, that Atlanta drafted. Man, they weren't. I'm under the print that the opposite of what you're saying and from, from a standpoint, I think they're going to feed him early and they're going to feed him often. I think okay. that they know he's the most athletic wide receiver on there on the roster. He's in his prime. And if if his reputation precedes him from his previous history before the hiccup, he has so much beast side as a receiver. You know he has some great handle. You know he's a great route runner. You know that he has shown leadership before before the hiccup. What's he about? About, about 20, 27, 28 years old, somewhere right in that right. Ain't really deep. So he's prime of his shape. He prime of his athletic uh, career currently. And at the same time, you know, the, he, like I said, I think he has a lot to prove. Has a lot to prove, and he, he, he wants it. So it's going to be interesting to see how the young quarterback, uh, yeah. the young quarterback and him kind of work together and, and where he goes it up. Yeah. So thank you to this. Uh, Trevor Lawrence can't support a number one wide receiver because he did an incredible thing with Christian Kirk last year. And Christian Kirk ain't the best wide receiver in the world, but he made Christian Kirk look good. Calvin really is way better than Christian Kirk. Maybe to help get yeah. confidence, get him up to Right. And War, you think yeah. in, the of their mind, in the back of their mind, they may be like, uh, can, we, can we really trust him? Where is his mind at? No, I think that's not a a player like that to your team that's taken off, uh, you know, the past year and a half or so from, from you know, issues that he had, and you know his potential, you don't do anything that, that don't give him supreme confidence. And you got especially having a young stud at the QB position that can throw any ball on the field. He can throw it to any, any location, any spot on the field he can get the ball to and really can run any route. On the route, you read that that's needed. So I think they're a perfect storm, man. I, I hey, interesting. And look, it's gonna be interesting to see how those guys work out. Now, my take on that is is just like let's say the Kareem Hunt situation. Okay, he got into that little beef, Kansas City, that hiccup you call it. He went to Cleveland. He had to he had to get that ball right and show them he was still hungry. Show them that he was Kareem Hunt. That that had nothing to do with it. He had to get that ball and he had to run that ball behind Chubb. He did that. That's what earned him the positions he got. 
So that's the same thing I'm saying. They they bought him here saying, hey, we have a place for you. But at the end of the day, this ain't going to be given to you. You got to go out here and get it. Hunt did that. That's the same thing I'm saying about Ridley. Ridley had a spot in Kansas City. He was going to be number two. Julio Lee going to be number one. He had this hiccup. But we got a spot for you here in Florida. But guess what? You're going to have to earn this ball. We ain't just going to give it to you just because you prime this, that, and the other. You got to earn it. And that's just what I think they're going to they gonna make him do it. Yeah, he's athletic. Don't get me wrong. He's a beat. But that hiccup is, is a trust factor. It's just business that we're here for. You betting on games. And you talking about you taking mental breaks. It's like, come on, man. It's a business. You know, and you got you to gotta, you gotta show us you want to be around, you know. Elite athletes don't forget how to be elite. Once you elite, you elite to you old. I mean, elite athletes like year or two off, that's nothing. I mean, he was not cause the injury. He was out cause right. the end of Right. I can't really I mean, that that kid is still elite. Really gonna be a monster. My only problem really just about moving up to the second round, man. I can't take him right there. No sir. Mm. No sir. <laughs> no I think mean, you can't Raymond. I think you're gonna be close. When I look at the the second tier Currently, well, I got Kevin Ridley, and I got him into the tier three, the bottom half. Uh, he's still right around in the top 20, right? From 10 to well, 20, I got to rank number 17, Kevin. I pray that above him is just as much as Jaden Waddle, T. Higgins, Devontae Smith, Metcalf. You know, anyone in that tier three range. Or uh, I think he has just as much upside, if not better. And, I don't uh, know if it can quite take him over water. I don't know. Well, Green, Green, talk about your strategy. Okay, my strategy is this. I mean, my draft is a little bit different. I played a normal league, and it depends on what league I'm playing in. In the league that we're in together, I'm probably going to go with – it's going to be hard for me to go tight end first because I'm a, I'm a Travis Kelsey running back type guy. But – I'm hoping that Tyreek Hill maybe falls back to me. Now, if I can get Tyreek Hill and then in the second round, I'm going to grab a running back. I like I like a balanced team. I'm not going to grab two wide receivers. Third round, I can grab third or fourth round. I, I'm happy with a dude like Calvin Ridley or DJ Moore and then turn back around and get Jameer Gill. I mean, I like a balanced team. Um, yeah. I, I don't necessarily go wide receiver heavy or running back heavy. Then I'm going to tell you why. Because I know I can find value in the later rounds with the Quinn Johnson, the Jordan Addisons, and the, uh, the, 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 uh, some of these younger wide receivers. If I pick two or three of them, only one of them got the boom. I can drop the rest of them. I mean, I can, I can find, uh, value in wide receivers if pick, I can pick Quentin Johnson. Because I know Mike Williams going down. So now you you got a wide receiver one right there, Quinn Johnson. As soon as uh, Mike Williams go down, you got a wide receiver one. I'm willing to take a chance. If I can get me a wide receiver one and a wide receiver two, I'm willing to take a chance on my wide receiver three and four with guys like, you know, with Jordan Addison and guys like Scott Moore. Because it's always going to be – a Christian Watson, like like Christian Watson came around last year. The year before that was St. Brown. It's always going to be a guy going to drop like that to me because I'm fine like that, and I know what I'm doing. What what what, what pick you got, Green? I got the fifth pick. Oh, yeah, Tyreek Hill probably be there. He's going to be a lot there. 
Every, every yeah. player that I want going to be there. I, to me, personally, I like the fourth and fifth pick in the draft because I can get – I get, I can pretty much get a player that you can arguably say he could have went number one. Like number one. I he is going to get 2,000 yards. I got to see that. <laughs> yeah, he's did, he did say that. But you want – so you want him on your team this year? So you taking Tyreek Hill if he's available at five? Come on, man! Over everybody else that's going to be available, that could be number one. Okay. It depends. It depends, Warren. It depends on what fall back there. But I'm gonna tell you right now. This this is how I see the draft gonna go. I I can see Jefferson or Chase going first, probably Jefferson. Then I see Chase going. Then I see Chubb going, and man, and then I see probably McCaffrey. Mm, that's that gonna leave me. So that's, that's gonna leave me a lot. That's yeah. gonna leave me a lot. That's gonna leave me the big man Travis Kelsey. Ooh. Travis Kelsey, even if even if Travis Kelsey wasn't a tight end, let's just say Travis Kelsey's a wide receiver, which that's what he played. Travis Kelsey's a top five or six wide receiver in the league for game. Most definitely. So I'm getting a wide receiver stick at the tight end position. He said his eighth last he finished eighth in receiving yards last year. He finished eight, so I'm getting a top ten receiver without even picking a receiver. Now let's say I turn back around and get Calvin Rick, and then I take somebody like DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. I potentially got three receivers in the top fifteen. You see what I'm saying? Kiss standpoint. Hmm. Yeah, my, I, try to, I try to stay away from Ricky receivers so much. Uh, you know, unless they are with an elite quarterback, that's probably the only time you would see me taking a a Ricky um quarter a Ricky wide receiver. And as of right now, I don't think it's any out there. It's not. Maybe he probably, probably wouldn't take them. Probably would draft them. They probably gonna be on the wire. But uh, I like uh, I like Jenner Hyde in New York. And I like the kid, uh, Jackson Smith in Jigba. Yeah, I see how. Yep, he looking good. He looking real good. I agree with you on that kid. And I, and I, and I, and I give, I give him that heads up because I like, I like killing uh, with Geno Smith better than the quarterback situation in New York. So, Jackson Smith in Jigba, I'm, I'm looking for him to do some big things as a rookie this year. His stock, mm-hmm. his stock moving up. His stock is yeah. moving up. But he having a good count. Yeah, his stock his stock moving up. Absolutely, man. Big shout out to the crew, man. Warren, Raymond, McKell, man. Great for sharing those G I'm gonna draft in some of these wide receivers receivers. And remember also, fellas, targets I mean uh monster my targets mean monster points in the when you're thinking about wide receiver one, they all ready to go. And slot receivers are for breakout players and and they are, can be secret weapons if you if you taking them a strategy McNeil has. Uh, with that said, man, it's a wrap up for another big episode with a homeboy huddle. Don't forget to follow us, homeboy at homeboy huddle, and on Twitter at Instagram at homeboy huddle. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Homeboy Huddle Fantasy Football Unleashed podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, and follow us on your favorite podcast platform so that you never. Miss an episode. Lock right here for all things fantasy football. See you next time.